Hello and welcome to another edition of Trinity College Dublin Talks. With us today is Kate Bond. Kate is the Director of Advancement at Trinity Development and Alumni. Welcome, Kate. Thank you. Hello, Tom. Well, Kate, you have one of the, the most interesting jobs in, in Trinity, I would say, in, in general, and particularly at this time of year. We've just launched a, a massive and ambitious campaign to raise $400 million on behalf of the university. And there was a large launch a couple of weeks ago. And, and now I suppose the hard work begins. You've got, to, you've got to raise this money. Can you tell us a little bit about, because it's not just about money, of course, mm. but, but why, why is Trinity doing this? And what, what do you hope to achieve? Mm. Uh, well, I think you're right. It is an incredibly exciting time. Um, I suppose it's uh, useful to know there's been a lot of hard work going on for a long time in the run-up to the launch of the campaign. So it may seem to some people that the campaign has just arrived out of nowhere, but actually there's been you know a whole team of people across Trinity and most particularly within Trinity Development and alumni working on this for a long time. And I suppose really you know Trinity has a really proud tradition of philanthropy and indeed the very roots of the institution. Um, go back to philanthropy when it was uh, founded on land that was gifted um, from Dublin Corporation. So we've got this long history and particularly over the last 20 years we've been working in a very diligent and thoughtful and careful way with a group of people who want to support Trinity and see Trinity flourish and prosper. And really it was because of the support we've received from those people that's what's given us the confidence to launch the campaign. And the campaign is exciting, there's no two ways about it. It's the largest uh, philanthropic campaign that's ever been um, launched in Ireland and it's the fourth biggest in Europe. Really? That, that big? Yeah. It is. Yeah, so yeah. you know, really the, the institutions that have a, a campaign that's more ambitious than ours are Oxford, Cambridge and University College London. So, you know, big institutions. So, you know, we're up there in terms of our scale of ambition and, you know, hopefully the, the commitment of our supporters. And, and again, you're right, the campaign, yes, it's about raising a very significant amount of money. We're hoping to raise 400 million euros in the campaign, but it's also about inspiring a whole army of people to become involved with Trinity in a volunteering capacity. So whether that's by being a mentor or whether it's through helping recruit international students or helping run a branch, there's all sorts of ways that people can get involved. So I think you have a kind of specific ambition there, don't you? Something like 100, is it 100,000 hours or, or a certain kind of number of hours? 150,000 volunteer 000. hours, yeah. Uh, so, and that, that's, that's one part. And then with the money, what, what, what does the university intend to do with this? Because it's, it's, it's different kind of, I suppose, it, this is certainly not being used for day-to-day -day measures. Mm. The, the, philanthropic campaigns always raise money for particular things. Mm. What, what, where will the money flow? What, mm. what difference, what impact will it have? Mm. Well I think as, as the culture of philanthropy and philanthropy in higher education has developed, it's really interesting to see how it's becoming core to the really strong and as I say, you know, institutions that have a big ambitions to flourish. And really it works alongside other sources of funding, so the more traditional sources of funding that people are familiar with, like government funding or, or funding from fee income. But philanthropy now is a critically important role to play and often has a very key role to play in leveraging other external sources of funding. So what we hope the campaign will do is create allow Trinity 
a bit more freedom to do things that it really wants to do. So it's what it wants to do plus, if you like. And that's what philanthropy brings to the table. It brings people who are committed to the institution and are willing to let the institution take risks. Uh, you know, very often with other forms of, of grant income or government um, funding, there isn't so much opportunity for the uh, institution to say, look, we'll try and innovate now and take a risk. There have to be very set returns on investment. But really, philanthropy is a little bit different. And mm. very often the people mm. we're working with have a big vision and a big ambition for the university too. And that's very exciting for, for academics to work alongside people like that. Because, of course, as F. Scott Fitzgerald famously said, the rich are different. Um, they, they have different wishes, different hopes, different ambitions. How, how, what, what do you think drives the typical um, donor to mm. a place like Trinity? What, what's going on in his or her mind? Mm. Well, I think, I mean, if you look at Trinity, you know, Trinity is, is the leading institution in Ireland. So very often people are drawn by wanting su to support the best or what they think is the best. And that's a very strong motivating factor. You know, people want to support the best in Ireland in terms of a particular area of research, for example. Mm. Or maybe people have come and studied at Trinity and had a fantastic experience while they were here and want to enable their area of study to grow or want to enable more students to come and study at Trinity. Or sometimes people have had a very, very particular life-changing event happen while they were at Trinity. And again, that really fosters a sense of commitment and love for the institution that drives this desire to give back. I suppose the one thing I would say that every donor wants to do, no matter whether they're supporting research or a scholarship or um, you know a, a capital building and whether their gift is small or large, is they all want to make a difference. And I know that can sound, you know, it's a well-used phrase, but actually, you know, even a very small amount of money can make a huge difference to an individual student's life. Can help them pay, pay for, say, childcare costs or accommodation costs or transport costs in a way that can really, really change their experience while they're at Trinity. So, I think that is the one unifying thing across all donors is they really want to make a difference. So, what kind of projects does the university have going on at present that that are? funded by donors. Mm. Mm. Can you give us a flavour of the kind of the different kinds of projects that are yeah, going on? Yeah. yeah, and I mean they're obviously hugely diverse, but you know everything we have a whole range of people supporting scholarships at Trinity, so people will be very familiar with the, the Trinity Access programme, for example, and we have many, many different donors supporting that. We have corporate donors, so businesses who want to support that programme, but we've many individual donors who are passionate about making sure that anybody who wants to come and study at Trinity is enabled to do so. Um, and there, there are no barriers to that. Then we have donors who are supporting... And I mean, that's a really good example, isn't mm. it, of what you're saying, because the government won't support this. So it is really individuals allowing students from disadvantaged areas to... Or disadvantaged students, I should say, to spend a year getting up to mm. speed, isn't it, and, and, and to be supported it with is. books and, and fees and everything else. It um, is. And it, it's very simple, really. Mm but very imaginative and it can't be done in the normal no. normal context. That's right. And again, yeah. it's very often born out of somebody having had a tremendous experience here yeah. or believing that being at Trinity has been in some way key to their development, either as an individual or in their career. And they want to make sure that other people have the ability to experience yeah. that regardless of their ability to pay. Um, and so we've many committed donors who are very passionate about the Trinity Access 
uh, programs and support that. And then we have other donors who want to support areas of research, so they have a particular interest in um, in an area of research in the university um, and want to do that. So for example, the E3 project, um, uh, we have donors supporting that who come from an engineering background, for example, but also some other backgrounds, computer science, and so who want to see this new model of education uh, for those areas being developed at Trinity. Um, and then we have um, donors, you know, who sometimes have very specific interests, again, had a fantastic time in a particular society or club, um, and want to sort of see that club prosper and make sure that the, the students today have the access to the best facilities or equipment or whatever and support those. So we have people supporting pretty much everything right across uh, Trinity. Is there anything that Trinity won't accept money for or from? Or anybody they won't accept it from? Well, I suppose, you know, as everybody uh, would expect uh, in, a, in a current day society, we have... Um, ways of uh, assessing where our income comes from. So we have processes that we, we look at. So whenever there is potentially a conversation going on about a major gift, we ensure that's gone through the standard processes in terms of are we happy with the origin of that gift and, and that's just standard in, in our business now. Yeah, it, it is very striking, isn't it? You, you touched upon it when you mentioned that the, the land that Trinity is built on was, was donated, but Philanthropy really has played a huge role in, in, in history because loads of people at that time in, in the 1590s mm. wanted a university because I suppose it was fashionable in mm. a way. They felt that mm. you couldn't be a city of a certain kind mm. of stature without one. Mm. And, and all kinds of people across the island piled in and, mm. and helped. But, but almost every step of the way, every library mm. has been, the genesis of those libraries tends to be mm. a large donation. Do you... Is this just part of a, a long tradition or is it is it different today, philanthropy? Uh, it's a good question. I mean, I suppose the culture of philanthropy is developing more and more. Um, and I suppose people are becoming more aware of it in their everyday environment. Um, so, you know, people are obviously very familiar with giving to charities, you know, around healthcare mm. and so on. I think philanthropy in higher education is just becoming stronger and stronger. And one of the reasons, I mean, just your point is interesting about, you know, the people who, you know, came together hundreds of years ago and wanted to see this. You know, that's still quite a strong motivator who pe for people who give to Trinity. As I said before, you know, Trinity being the preeminent institution, people want to see, give, see giving to Trinity as a way of supporting Ireland and mm. helping Ireland mm -hmm. uh, prosper. So I think that is quite a strong motivation. And I think the other thing um, that's really important is that I believe that universities are the most enduring institutions in the world. So when other forums and fora come and go, universities endure. That you know that's what happens. Yep. So Trinity's been here for you know four hundred and twenty-seven years. It's going to be here for another four hundred and twenty-seven. So people know by investing in a university in a university like Trinity, it's got longevity. It's going to endure. It's going to be here tomorrow. And I think that's important to, to many donors to feel that. Yeah, it was. Uh, you and I were both at the the launch of the business school a couple of weeks ago. A new uh, eighty million euro building, which was really made possible by by I think around twenty million in donations. And and the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said in his speech, uh, philanthropy was an act of patriotism. I mm. think was the word he mm. used, which mm. was an interesting kind of way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's certainly the 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 country is is slowly changing, and I. I I get the feeling that this is what you're 
you're trying to achieve here, that this isn't just this campaign that, that you're spearheading, uh, isn't just about raising large amounts of money from a small number of people. It's, it's about involving everybody and, and, and creating a kind of a step change, to, uh, frankly, to make us more like an American university, because that's one of the probably the good sides of American life that, mm. that we can all agree on is, is makes a lot of sense, this mm. connection that, that people have with their, their universities. I, th I think that's very true and I think you know Trinity is very fortunate to have uh, some supporters who are capable of making very large gifts and you know we've been uh, the fortu fortunate recipient of, of some of those for example the, the gift from the Nocton family of 25 mm. I mean that's a, that's a staggering uh, philanthropic gift, gift and, yeah. and Trinity's incredibly fortunate to get that but you're absolutely right the campaign is about thousands and thousands of people coming together as a community to support Trinity in whatever way is meaningful for them. Yeah. And as I said, for some people that will be volunteering, you know, helping run the local branch in, you know, wherever it is, Sydney or, uh, or Cambridge or wherever it is. And for other people, it will be making a philanthropic financial contribution. Um, but the campaign is about Trinity setting out its vision and its ambition for where it wants to go and where it wants to go with a committed group of supporters helping that. So many people give to us in different ways, financially is one way, but through time, expertise, skill as well, that's also very, very important. So many of our financial donors give in many other ways. They chair advisory boards, they sit on groups, they advise about projects or alumni engagement activities uh, and vice versa. Many people who start off volunteering choose to become a financial donor but it's all about a very large community of people coming together working with the academics, the senior staff, others, colleagues across university to help make this vision a reality. The, the Trinity Foundation also looks after alumni relations mm. and, and that's an important part of I suppose Trinity's culture, isn't it? Can, can you tell us a little bit about the work that, that you do in that area? Mm. So, I mean, Trinity's alumni community, uh, we now have about 140,000 uh, alumni worldwide, which is a very substantial number, and many, many alumni choose to remain active and involved with with Trinity um, over many years. So again, uh, there are different programmes that the, the Trinity Foundation supports. Um, some of those, so for example, we help support a global network. We've over 70 uh, alumni branches worldwide, and that's obviously a very important way for people to stay connected to Trinity and to other people who went to Trinity. And many people enjoy doing that, particularly overseas, because it's a way of connecting in with people that they have a shared experience with. Many people see it as beneficial for their professional development. Um, as well. So we have a very active uh, branch network and then we have a number of other programs. So we ran out, uh, we started running out last year um, or in 2017 an online program for alumni. So we've had uh, several thousand alumni at this stage have signed up to our online and platform. What do they do there? What's so essentially they register to say they're interested in being part of uh, programs in the alumni community. Many of them have signed up to be a mentor, so they mentor either a current student or another uh, member of the alumni community, so people get in touch and we match people with, um, with mentors and mentees and that's proving to be incredibly 
popular so we're hoping to roll out that program even further. We're working very closely with the careers office on uh, working with alumni around building a whole suite of internship opportunities for Trinity students uh, which again is very beneficial for the student experience but also very beneficial for, for businesses. And we work very closely with Global Relations Office in running what we call our International Ambassador Programme. So what we do there is we work with uh, alumni who are based overseas who help in talking to potential applicants um, from overseas to Trinity. So, you know, there's nothing more powerful than a prospective student of Trinity, maybe somebody in North America being able to talk to somebody who spent a number of years here to find out what it's really mm, like being mm. a student here and some advice and who can you know make them aware of any cultural differences and so on so really deeply involving alumni in that and that's proving to be incredibly rewarding for everybody involved um, so we have alumni for example in north america going to speak to schools talk to groups of um, school children potentially interested in Trinity, they come to our recruitment days overseas and they also can connect to potential applicants and their parents one-on-one -on -one to give them some advice. So again, you know, very strong network building here. And I suppose again, if you look at where leads in this area, we tend to look to the US, but if you think about it, when somebody applies to a US university, very often they're thinking about what alumni network do they most want to be part of when they graduate as well as where do they just want to go and study. So again, it's about building that community of support uh, for alumni uh, and students. So uh, you, you do all that, you, you also, um there are kind of alumni weekends aren't there? people can come home there's the christmas reception that's right uh, yeah and then there's a magazine isn't it trinity, that's right trinity today that's right uh, yeah I, I i know i occasionally meet people who tell me that trinity today goes to their to their family home or something or mm. they, they, they're kind of lost what what should people do if they want to uh, update their addresses and mm. the contact details and so on so i think or they if they want to become a mentor, you know, yeah. do any of the things that we've discussed today. Yeah, so I think that the simplest thing for most people is to go on the website and just contact us by email or through the website mm. saying they'd like to get in touch uh, for whatever reason and we'd be delighted to have a conversation with them uh, and meet them and see where they can best become involved and what how much time they have and what their skill set is and where we think the best match should be. I suppose we're always asking people to update their contact details with us. So. It's funny, uh, we talk about you know, magazines going to home addresses and then we have this debate about, well actually, sometimes uh, people say to us, oh it's great going to the home address because mm. five people at home <laughs> read it, my parents read it and, my do um, and they don't want it to go anywhere else. Um, so I suppose it's really just about staying in contact. Um, very easy to phone us or contact us through the website and always pleased to talk to somebody. We'd be delighted to talk to people about getting involved in the campaign. Well, actually, another thing you do, it seems to me, is, it reminds me, is, is organize, help people organise class reunions. Mm, that's you? right, yeah, that's yeah. right. I did very that recently myself and it was great. Yeah. yeah, and very often the alumni weekend takes place uh, towards the end of August mm. every year and very often that's a real focal point for class reunions where we'll have somebody who is, uh, either self-identifies or is nominated by their class to be the class champion and, uh, and come together. And we've some extraordinary class reunions of you know, people going back a very long way who have you know, come together from all over the world for one of our class reunions and bring their, their partners and their families. And it can be a really joyful experience. Mm. 
um, working with those people when you just see the depth of emotion they, they still have for Trinity. Yeah, and that, 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 that probably brings us neatly perhaps to the last question, which is, where, where's your job satisfaction? You talk about this kind of joyful, mm. joyful experience of mm. seeing people. Um, what, 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 what have you learned from doing this kind of mm. interesting, complicated job that you do, and, and, and what gives you the biggest buzz? Mm. Well, I suppose I love working with people, and I think you know that really helps. And I, I think, I mean, you said at the outset, I've got a really interesting job. I think I've got one of the best jobs in the world because all of the people that I work with. Uh, in the alumni community or people who just want to be supporters of Trinity in some way even if they haven't uh, been a student here at some point they all want to do something for a positive reason mm. and I get to play sometimes a little bit of a role or a big bit of a role in helping to make that happen and some of these people have uh, a vision sometimes a very big vision and I get to be part of shaping that part of those conversations and I think that's an incredibly privileged role to have um, to be working with people who want to be a force for good and to really have an impact and make a difference. So I, I sometimes think of myself a little bit as a, you know, an architect or a choreographer or a, I don't know what, but I get to be part of those conversations and, uh, you know, help shape it. And I suppose, um, like all of these things, uh, they work best when people are, you know, share a vision. So I love working at Trinity. I think it's a great place to work. Many of the people I'm talking to love Trinity and think it's a great place. So when you put all of that together and you connect with academics who are doing really interesting things or students who are uh, really interested in taking something forward, some, then sometimes a little bit of magic can happen and you know, all of the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Um, so I think that's a great privilege to get to work with that range of people um, across Trinity. Well, Kate Bond, I suppose, wish you well. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic campaign. It's really, really going to make a huge difference to Trinity in, in the long term, but uh, it's quite a lot of work in the short term, so good <laughs> luck with that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks very much.